Support for this podcast and the following message come from Yext. When your website can't answer your customers' questions, they bounce over to a search engine and get ads, not the answers they need. Yext Answers can help. Go to yext.com for a free trial. We're sitting in a churchyard. We know that all week long that music is coming out of every pore, but there's a children's slide here, and out pops a, a guy who was sleeping there. I, That's one thing, but he popped out with a business card for his website. I know a business card that was written I mean, on a that really, it really does epitomize it, it that. It tells you where we, where, what, where the point we've reached in society, where everyone's like, check out my blog. <laughs> it was completely a, it, it was a Portlandia skit where everybody's a, a DJ. Absolutely. It was completely. Oh it's the worst. <laughs> oh, oh my god! That was amazing. I want you to start, Bob, because you said that if you died a happy, if you died now, you'd be a happy man. So I want to know what happened in the last hour or so of your life. Bob um, received praise. <laughs> just we look. We I got somebody from Sweden come up to me to say he's here because of us. Somebody wow. from New Zealand say that he's here because of what we do. Wow. Um, a woman on the corner just before I walked up there was as sweet as can be and just said, you know, I planned most of my South by coming to here and and uh, by so the sweet. and, it's, and like it's just absolutely so heartwarming. After seeing, I went to see Subtract and mm-hmm. and I walked in there. First of all, everybody in the line was pissed off because they shut the doors down because they didn't know how to run the club right. and everybody was just grumpy and I walked in there and to me it was just like so depressing music. It was mm-hmm. you know it was nothing but like Azalea Banks sped up and it was just. I uh, walked out of there so depressed. I think, this is my last thing I'm going to see. And I walked down the street and there's a koali band playing with oh, like fantastic. 12 musicians on, on the, the street. On the sh- just right down by the Driscoll. Wow. And there were people, you know, dancing, people in, in Irish hats oh. clapping along and dancing. Nice. A man running as fast as he could. He said, This is my music. And he just starts in joy. And, yeah. and, and then it's over, and I walk 12 feet, and there's this band from Columbia playing with these beautiful dancers with these white dresses. This is on the street? This, yes, it's right down the street wow. just now. <laughs> I was like, I was like wading is, through dudes with like paper green hats <laughs> on and like glowing shamrock. The, the street, the good street people are right on the other side of the Driscoll towards Congress. Uh-huh. And, oh, now and I know. Unbelievable. <laughs> Just in time for I, I, the good South street Southwest people. 2013. <laughs> I know. I know you mean because I was in the mosh pit at the ceremony show, and afterwards ran into a fan who said he wanted to wear my face like a hat. <laughs> and, and, I, and I just said, "God bless you for tuning in and listening every week." And you seriously got a hard time? <laughs> no, I'm no. totally kidding. No. I did go to the ceremony show and did get whipped in the side. Of Poor the, Mike Cassidy yeah. took as many blows to the head during ceremony just trying to photograph the band. Meanwhile, I was like, you know, what my when I was in the mosh pit, but yeah. poor Mike. So yeah, he, we were both at the ceremony show, and the mosh pit just erupted in whatever it is mosh pits do, and everyone got pushed back. And so I, uh, I got pushed back in the corner rather than getting whipped up on it. And I spilled out into the next room. And I started texting Mike, where are you? And I never heard from him. And I oh, thought, okay. And sunk into the mosh pit I was like, like a quagmire. Five minutes if I don't hear from him, I'm going to go in and, and crawl around and see if I can't find him. Like reaching up. <laughs> Once the, the show is over, they just, they just peel Mike's pulverized carcass <laughs> he, off the concrete. He had, in fact, gotten... Uh, 
dunk, uh, boinked in the head pretty badly yeah, and they messed up his, the lens of his camera because he was shooting right by the stage. And it really was a pretty violent eruption. It was a very sort of horrifying punk metal experience. It was Actually, our colleague Lars Godrich uh, suggested that we go there. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Did you? So did you see? Sarah <laughs> I, I, I didn't go there. I did another Lars the other night. Lars also tweeted say. back to Mike, "Blood or it didn't happen." <laughs> <laughs> well, I think my most heartwarming moment of the night. I had several, but it must have been when I went to see these hardcore Oakland gangster rappers. Mm-hmm. Always heartwarming, Jacka and Hustler. And as they were doing their very deep, you know, my friend Andrew Matson described it as like, you know, rap blues, suddenly they burst into Iron Man by, you know, the great heavy metal song Iron Man. And then mariachi music. They were dancing to mariachi oh, music. Man. So it was Black Sabbath to mariachi. At, you know, in the middle of serious, like, cocaine rap. Like wow. leading a cheer. Is of that a genre? Cocaine rap. <laughs> um, oh, Robin, duh. you have so much to learn. <laughs> you should have come Is to East Austin like with me. I went to my. She was so much. I went to a sissy bounce concert. Oh, how nice. did you see? Yes. Did it was, you uh, see it was uh, a vodka redo. Oh, cool! Yes, That's so it was. Great. It was really Love amazing, and, and you could see emotionally how uh, it it really hits people. It's it's uh, very powerful. And I it's saw fabulous dragway. Yes, exactly. I, saw, I saw some folk artist performance <laughs> in David's Cathedral. Did they have guitars? They had guitars and they sang like angels. Speaking of, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of guitars in in a church, Firehorse. Oh, Firehorse was I love amazing. That record, that record is they great. They were amazing. Lee Siegel's the singer. And what a voice. She closed with an a cappella song. I don't know what it was. It was absolutely haunting, particularly in that church. And if you could, I mean, I'm sorry, but you could hear a pin drop. I mean, it was, the audience was so complete. And she rocked real hard just and, right before yeah, that. Just yeah, just before that. It What a range. She was amazing. Yeah. Now, had you shown up earlier, like, you know, like a good person would have, you would have seen Micah P. Henson and the Milk Carton Kids, two separate acts. Is that why there were all those Milk Cartons around that's town? Why, that's why there were so many tears uh, you know, st- still pooled up around the pews. <laughs> I saw your tweet about it. They you really were overwhelmed. Now, I love Micah P. Henson, and we've, I've talked about him already. I've already seen him once. Seeing him in that in that church and actually seeing a crowd, this guy doesn't have a label in the U.S., oh. which is sort of. I mean, he's put out a bunch of records like in Europe. He's kind of got like a following in Spain. Is he? Does he play guitar and sing like an angel? He plays. Well, he plays guitar and sings like an angel that's been through some oh. some troubles. Lucifer style. Right, and 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 just this gorgeous, you know, kind of Bill Callahan esque, oh. just deep rumble of a voice. You know, just a thousand year old voice. You know, if you you cry at every show you go to, it it, just, it stops. To, it's, I actually, no longer has as much uh, value. First of all, you're first of all you're a fine one to talk. <laughs> second of all, second of all, I managed to hold it together for Micah P. Henson, but lost it during this group called the Milk Carton Kids. It's very much it's you know it's two boys singing in Simon and Garfunkel esque harmonies, each with an acoustic guitar. It is the most prototypical. Why Milk Carton Kids? Where's the name come from? I, yeah, the, it's actually in one of their lyrics. I see. But but um, it sounds like on paper like just the most Thompsonian nonsense, you know, of just angelic folk pop just beautiful like really sweet songwriting they, they put out this record that's very much like a 
that's like a late night driving record and they had a song called Charlie and Robin it would have killed you dead if you had heard it I'm so sorry it was, it was like a, a song for the daughter that he hopes to one day have don't no and as the father of a daughter it's you know it's just this it's just ex- exactly like what you would want someone to say about oh it's just it was beautiful it's called Charlie gorgeous one of the best things I saw I did see Psychedelic Horseshit, by the way. Um, <laughs> of all the shows to sit through every song, I was there the entire set. I sat through <laughs> the whole good. thing. It was three entirely indifferent stoner dudes who were just like, whatever! <laughs> and, you know, and it was sort of but you loved coming, it. but I still loved it. You know, They weren't particularly talented. It was sort of a sloppy mess of a performance, but it was fun. And uh, they were actually right before Ceremony. Well, the set that I sat through the whole for the whole thing was um, was not quite as as new as psychedelic horseshit. But I went to Nas's Nasir Jones, the great mm-hmm. rapper known as Nas, performed his classic album Illmatic tonight in its entirety, plus extra stuff. But the thing is, you guys, it was like a Broadway show. He had this inc- complete set that was Queensbridge projects, big sign, and like buildings that look like New York City video that was just crazy and he almost was like acting out the album he had DJ Premier and Pete Rock another the other rapper AZ who appears on the album and obviously the audience it was one of those sets where the audience knew every word but I was thinking this thing could go to Broadway it was like a wow. theater piece oh, nice. Nas on Broadway that's my new cry I that'll always be the it. dream <laughs> you know why I think I'm gonna like it here <laughs> But but it was so good. I mean, I don't care. Hip-hop can be theater, and it was awesome. Absolutely. And while you were seeing Nas, I was seeing an Icelandic band called Retro Stefsson. Currently has the number one single in Iceland. And the entire time I watched them, I thought... Ann Powers will love this band. It was seven. It was seven people. Just this like ridiculously like danceable, joyous, oh, fun, awesome. pop, but like pop, pop. Well, last time that someone thought that Stephen, it was my friend John Strom, and he was talking about the Alabama Shakes. So you know, yeah. a fanatical I am about that. So I need to find out Retro about Retro Stephson. It's I mean diff- very different from the Alabama Shakes, but I mean it's. Very, I'm very. A, I'm a multifaceted. You, oh no, you woman. only like the Alabama Shakes. <laughs> no, it, it's just, it was just incredibly ingratiating. You know, big, you know, seven, you know, a septet performing just like ridiculously propulsive pop music, and I just wow. thought, made for. I, I enjoyed it too, but made for Ann Powers. Oh, I wish you'd been there. I know out. you were seeing Nas, which is obviously a highlight was, of any. It, evening. it was great, but you know. I'll, I'll end my last band that I'll say oh, complete highlight of the day: Slow Club. The, this, this British pop rock group, um, they, it was just the most joyful uh, romp of a performance. The s- singer's Rebecca Taylor. She had a, a voice like Adele, I thought. And oh. so full, and she played uh, drums. One she more time on the name of the band? Slow, uh, Slow Club. Club. And I'd never heard of them, but I ran into Alisa Ali of WFUV, and she said, come with me, and took me to the show. And uh, I was in love immediately. And actually, after all, she's like... The slow with, <laughs> with the slow With the band. With Alisa Ali of <laughs> With Alisa Ali. I just want to be clear With Slow thing. Club, and I had never heard of this band. I don't know how I'd never heard of them, but um, they were amazing. And I ended up staying through the whole whole set of that one, too. I went to see uh, Alan Stone, because uh, I'd never seen him. I sort of, I've been on the fence about Alan Stone. <laughs> But the one thing I could say is, Ann, he has your hair in my hat. <laughs> he does. He's, He's like a the... super talented fellow with an incredible band. Not my music. You know, I 
or Blue Eyed Soul, but very, very talented. He's he's a star. If he, if he's, totally. you could say he's going to be a star. I think he is a star. And but that was my discovery last year. I just year. laughed out loud when I saw the hair in the hat. He is kind of like my which long is not lost different than the head and the heart. He is. <laughs> the hair in the hat. Yes. Alan Stone is kind of like my long lost cousin. He's from a small town in Washington State too. So yeah, I think we're going to see more from him. Well, I close out my night by seeing one of those collaborations that South by Southwest is famous for, these, you know, impossible collaborations. Giza, the rapper from Mm -hmm. the Wu-Tang Clan, with Grupo Fantasma, the Latin funk band based here in Austin, performing some of his classic tracks. Really high energy. It was amazing how that band turned their Latin sound into hip-hop beats. Only in Austin, only at South by Southwest. Mwahahaha. <laughs> That's my favorite name for band, and I went and saw them. Oh, They're nice fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's M W A H A H A. You know, like mwahahaha. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're, now you're just making things up. <laughs> Is it ghoul rock? <laughs> it's not. It's not at all. Minor birds who mm, I've seen yes. before. You know, I broke my rule a number of times about not seeing groups mainly because I guess I've just seen so many groups but a lot of groups have so much new material and Minor Birds have a new album coming out and they were just killing it you never Absolutely. finished your rule was that you don't see oh, bands that's that right that I've, seen. thank you that yeah. I've never seen be- that, and, uh, but they were great and the my takeaway for the best thing I saw the whole time was a broken rule too with same very rule I saw Patrick Watson who I love yeah. dearly oh you it was saw him a, again today no no I mean I oh. I have seen Patrick Watson yeah. I went to see him breaking my rule and uh, it was the best show I saw at South by Southwest, wow. hands down. Wow. Anybody, you know, anybody if, take away a, a best show of South by? Could you do that? I have to say that really the Nas set during Illmatic was the best show. I, I mean, obviously I saw Springsteen. I was excited by some new talent like Lady LaSure, the British rapper, but that Nas set was flawless. And, and Levita Boheme as a band who I'd never seen as a favorite for me. Mm-hmm. Someone huh. I'd never seen. This. There were some bigger surprises for me maybe than this one, but I would agree Patrick Watson was the, the most moving performance that I'll be thinking about for a long time. That was remarkable. I mean, I think Kishibashi. Yeah. Kishibashi. Uh, there were several impressive. things that I came in very excited about. That, <clears throat> hold on. Back crowd, back. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's our security. That's our detail. There were several things that I kind of came into the festival excited to see, managed to see most of the men, was impressed with most of them. I mean, Kishibashi, uh, that, that death metal group called Death Heaven, was, was really remarkable and kind of a palate cleanser. Uh, now, now. Um, you know, so you know, a but, lot of stuff that I knew I was going to. But anything to in particular that really stands out that you'd say? Well, those, well, for example. But I'm only going to one, man. Pick I'm one. trying no, to nail I, you I down. I to pick one. I, I, cried three, so I cried at three different things. Hold Steven on. is culturally polyamorous. Back. It is St. Patrick's Day, we I might know. On top of the, the alcohol that's consumed on a normal evening. It's when you put alcohol. green in beer, it gets more alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna, if, I'm gonna, if I must choose one, I'm going to go with Kishibashi. Because, okay. And kind of as a representative of somebody who did not get approved to play the festival, and yet there were still these just miraculous performances. And right. it's just a sign that as, as incredibly all-encompassing and enveloping as this experience is over the course of four days, there are still so many discoveries beyond it. And, you know, you said something, Bob, in an interview where you said you referred to South by Southwest as setting the tone for the whole year. 
And I've been thinking about that a lot. Is, is you actually that, listen to me? No, no. I, I, <laughs> do you hear that? I got this on. It is sets a recording. Please, yeah. please do not confuse that statement with respect. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that that in a rare, you know, even a blind chicken finds a kernel of corn every now and then. Oh. <laughs> was was a was a was an incredibly truthful statement about you know about this experience is that you know we spend the months leading up to it sort of obsessing over all these bands and then the months that follow we go home and we're so excited because we've got all these new things to listen to and we just have we've heard all these bands that we want to have come in and perform tiny desk concerts or yeah. do first listens and so it's such an incredibly invigorating experience you know we're here at the end of night five and you know as much as i'm not sure any of us are dying to see a show tomorrow night I feel I always come out of it feeling just full of excitement about music. I'm with you. It was a great year. It pains me to let him add the final word, but that's a good note to end on. Absolutely. I'm with you. About it paining you to let me add the final word. <laughs> exactly. You guys want to celebrate? We did pretty good. Let's go out. <laughs> that's right. My flight's in five hours. So, so what? Why go to sleep? <laughs> I'm not. I'm just going to go take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> pack my bag. Everybody have safe travels. Uh, Absolutely. Exactly. Another great year. Yeah. Thank, you for, thank you for sharing it with Bye-bye. us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> this message comes from NPR sponsor 3M, who continues to expand production of the respirators frontline workers need globally and is on track to supply $2 billion by the end of 2020. More at 3M.com slash COVID. 3M Science. Applied to life.